0: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about uh, two movies. Two movies today. Uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye and Being the Ricardos. Two, uh, two biopics that have recently come out. That may be contenders for the Oscars. We don't know yet. The nominations still aren't out yet.
0: Yeah, they come out on the eighth. I looked this up today. So I've got some movies to watch before then.
2: Oh damn. The eighth of I February? Know. Damn. Uh huh. Yeah, it's going All right. It's going pretty fast. So. Oh damn. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean we still have and, quite yeah. a list. Um <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, really we'll, true, we'll, so... We'll start picking it up. And we even have some time before the actual Oscars even even start. so... Definitely. We have time. Um, but uh, what do we want to start with? I watched uh, Eyes of Temmifei first. I don't know which one you watched first. Same.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So we can start with that one.
0: Um, this is directed by Michael Showalter. And coincidentally, I watched another Michael Showalter movie this week, The Big Sick. Uh, one of my favorites. Oh, I love that movie. I was like, Danny, I just, I didn't even tell him we, it was going on. We were just doing nothing all weekend. And I was like, I'm just going to put this movie on. And it's on Amazon. And so I put it on. And I was like, What did you think of that movie? He was like, It was great. It was cute. And I was like, I know. It's a good movie. One oh, uh, man. I should rewatch that it. Got nominated for Best Screenplay.
2: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I should rewatch it. But anyway, that. I
2: loved that movie.
0: It is so good, and um Michael Shealter also is of Wet Hot American Summer Fame as well. Yes, I do see so. that here
2: on his page,
0: yeah, he's which funny, was, he makes funny, was things. very fun, yeah, um, but this movie, Eyes of Tammy Faye, is based off of a real life couple of uh Tammy and Jim Baker. Did you know yes. about this couple before you watched this movie?
2: absolutely not um (laughs) (laughs) and no no i had no idea who these people were um i had heard of the 700 club um and i knew that that had to do like it was like a religious tv channel That's all i knew Mm -hmm. um i might have even come across it accidentally while flipping through channels like super late at night because i think it only came on like super late at night um and or it was still running at least um but that that was that was the only reference i i knew of i didn't know who tammy faye was i didn't know who her husband was but yeah n- no idea
0: my favorite band crowded house has this song called chocolate cake and they're just naming a bunch of like american things and this song i think was from the early 90s or late 80s and so one of the lines in it is Tammy Baker, Tammy Baker. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, like there's a lot of things in this song that I know of, you know, they reference Elvis and whatever, but yeah. I didn't know who Tammy Baker was. So I looked this up, I don't know, probably last year or the year before or something like that. And so then I was like looking up and I saw that she was this televangelist who was also a singer, Um, you know, part of their Christian stuff, but that's all I knew about her. So I, I was uh, schooled. In this movie about Tammy and Jim Baker.
2: And that's what I love about movies. Just te- teaching us a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess just very, uh, very short summary. It just kind of shows, uh, Tammy Faye's life, you know, from her being, being a little girl to a, to a young adult. Uh, um. And kind of how she comes into being a, um, I guess, a, a preacher in a way. Her and her husband, Jim, Jim Baker, um, mm-hmm. start to start to preach to people and they kind of form their own congregation. And that eventually leads into TV and and it kind of just escalates from there. Um, yeah. With, uh, with when money and power come into play, which always, always is can never can never let you down money and power can never
0: yeah and th- it's very sympathetic this movie to Tammy um saying that she's kind of just along for the ride with with her husband um which you know it's like it makes sense because obviously women are not they don't have as much agency especially christian women in this time and coming from the midwest they were going to do whatever their husband was excited about what their husband wanted to do so it seemed like that was kind of the situation with Tammy Faye. She just was like a great singer, could preach on her own terms, but it was her husband that really was pushing the the button to be on television and to gain that power, and Tammy was kind of questioning it the whole time.
2: Right, yeah, And and Tammy was sort of just not behind the scenes, but, you know, she was definitely left out of a lot of stuff. She tried to include herself in a lot of things, but, you know, a lot of stuff happened in her life that, that made it so that she had to kind of stay off to the side, like when she had her children and um, Mm -hmm. she couldn't go to work for a bit. And that like kind of caused her to, you know, feel a little complacent. Like, you know, she needed, she needed to get back out there and get back to working um, and, you know, do God's work and stuff like that. Um, But there were times when Tammy would kind of um, put her foot down and, and be like, this, this doesn't feel right. Like that we should do it this way. And, you know, her husband would, um, sometimes bend, bend in her direction or sometimes not. It really just mm-hmm. depended, but, um, cause you know, a lot of pressure was on him in the studio to, to do specific things a specific way when, you know, Tammy had a different idea. It was, it was very interesting. Like it, I really had no idea what was going to happen. Like just until, until the very end when it, when it happened, like it just, yeah. Cause, I mean, I didn't know what it was going to be. If It was going to be scandal. Was it going to be, Obviously, it was gonna be scandal because that's just what it is. But like, was it? But like, what kind of <laughs> what scandal kind? was it gonna be? Like, you, right? You don't, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know because I honestly don't know anything about this couple. Um, but it was just Tammy Faye seems like a very, a very great person. Like, she had a lot of really great um, mm-hmm. ideals, and she really just wanted to help people. She wanted to help people's marriages. She wanted to help people love who they love. She wanted to. Um, make sure people were getting the care and the love and that they deserved. Like it just, she, she seemed very great. she got a lot of, you know, criticism and she was made fun of a lot just because mm-hmm. of, you know, she wore makeup and that was looked down upon for a long time of her life. She was, you know, thought to be a harlot. Um, like
0: a clown kind of. A
2: clown. Yeah. And then a clown. Um. So it's just, and we see a lot of those, we see a lot of those traumas that she goes through, like not really getting the love she wanted from her mother and and wanting to be her own person, but being looked down upon it's it was all it was all it was all there it was all yeah. there like compact in this movie and it was and it was very it was great I really liked it
0: yeah so I thought that you would like this just because it's super cringy in a lot of ways. <laughs>
2: i mean i don't like (laughs) i don't like watching cringy stuff if i can help it but but yeah i mean it her voice and and her and uh, jessica chastain's like prosthetics were very hard to get used to like in Uh the very beginning i i eventually got used to it but it was it was a little grating and you know all the it was was a lot of god talk it was a lot um, I
0: know. I know how you yeah. feel about that. And like yeah. it is it is so much God talk, but there's it's like emptiness, you know, and, it, and yeah. I definitely like that because it was so clear how empty the words were whenever they would speak, especially yeah. if they were on, on stage and they were in front of the cameras, you know, like, yes,
2: with they'd their be pledges? preaching about God and oh they just like gosh.
0: continue over and over again. I'm like, I felt that, dude, because like the, I've been to so many freaking vacation Bible schools growing up catholic and stuff you just get told all these <laughs> yeah. things you don't understand what's going on they just say these things in this cadence right yeah. it's like the the cadence of the bible so like whenever you hear these things you're just not you're not internalizing whatever the fuck they're saying you're just kind of like this is whatever poetry whatever you're saying you know doesn't yeah. have anything to do with me and so watching it was a little bit triggering i got to say
2: <laughs> mm, mm okay oh interesting interesting
0: but, you yeah. know, it's like it, it wasn't too much like it really wasn't a very religious movie at all. It really was more about ambition and the kind of downfall of her husband who eventually took her down with him. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, I actually listened to this podcast about the about her um, from this podcast called You're Wrong About that I've been listening to for a bit. And, um, it kind of went through basically the same story beats as this movie, you know, beginning with the fact that she was a, uh, woman who, you know, she was part of the, the church, the, um, Baptist church where they speak in tongues and traveling preachers bring snakes around and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what she grew up with and same thing with her husband, Jim. Um, and she was very poor, and they had to, you know, take bath in the in the metal bathtub with the hot water from the stove. And, yeah, you know, it, it, so that was, like, all kind of the same, and um, the fact that they were traveling preachers and everything. But what the movie didn't really get into was how, was the really, like, um, horrific things that Jim Baker did, um, that he mm. basically, like, stole, he stole money from the company and they had like a lot of money. But he ended up yeah. stealing money from the company in order to cover up a rape that he and the other guy did, which they kind of like skated over it in the movie. But um his partner in the in the movie was like the two of them like ended up raping this woman, Catherine yeah, or something something Han. And she like they raped her like horrifically too. It was like so bad and oh they tried to cover it up and and in the movie, they don't really get into that, so I was listening to this podcast, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is horrible and yeah, and he just like got away with it i mean he went to he went to jail for like five years because of the because of the money thing,
2: not because yeah. he raped this woman, so yeah,
0: it was pretty crazy,
2: oh my gosh, that's insane,
0: I know, but this movie was about Tammy, so I think that's probably why they didn't really. Like get really into the to the nitty-gritty they were just like this is how it affects tammy not necessarily about jim
2: yeah and i mean and they did and they did bring up jim um a lot obviously because he's her husband but it, it did almost seem like like for a time like well past the middle of the movie that it really kind of focused on what he was doing a lot of the time and tammy just kind of seemed like she was on the side kind of observing what was happening um yeah, it was crazy how how much the company got into like making that making that amusement park, that water park. Yes, and, yes, yeah. And heritage and,
0: something. Yeah, yeah, heritage
2: park or something, heritage something. <sighs> um, so dumb. And, <laughs> and just and yeah, and I just I always felt so bad when they would, you know, plead to their pledges. And and it was very interesting seeing her mm-hmm. her mom come in and you know, Tammy just you know wanted her mother to be proud of her of what she was doing and you know her mother kept trying to bring her back down like you know why do you why do you need all this stuff why do you need this house and yeah. and and why are you taking these these people's money like you're just like is this are you truly doing God's work and you know Tammy obviously felt like she was um in a way but you know again she didn't know about all the corrupt business dealings that were happening um and all the scandals that were happening as well um until she knew at the very end when it was all over but
0: yeah like they said that like on this podcast they were like they kind of flew too close to the sun but in a sense they weren't gaining power in a way that was like it wasn't like intentional it was it was purely ambition so everything that they wanted to do they were like well god wants us to be happy god wants us to um to have this money so that we could continue to preach and and become rich right but like it, there's a there's a line between doing it for ambition and basically profiting off of others and uh not doing anything you know it's just it's really interesting and kind of like brought the downfall of televangelism from the 80s to the 90s um, and this was like right before we were around, so we didn't even know about any of this, but people who are older than us definitely would remember this this scandal,
2: yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, um, for sure,
0: so you know, um, it's interesting, you know that there's just this facet of American culture that we don't even know about that has a large influence on a lot of people, right,
2: right. Um, so, what do you did want you want to talk about specifically? Uh, Jessica Chastain's performance, maybe? Yeah,
0: the performances, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, um, I thought she was great. <laughs> I thought she was great too. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know um, like how close to acting like Tammy Faye she was, um, but you know, I'm I'm assuming Tammy Faye had that very uh, high pitched, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield's character Jim said, you know, Betty Boop. Voice mm, mm-hmm. at one point, um, and um, and again the 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 prosthetics made it a little a little hard to to pay attention in the beginning, um, but like after looking at a side by side of Jessica yeah. Chastain's makeup to Tammy you. Faye, it, it it looked it looked pretty good. I I was I was thinking that the only kind of really big big difference that I could see, the, like the glaring difference, was that. Tammy Faye uh the real Tammy Faye's eyes look a bit more squinted, where mm-hmm. Jessica Chastains are just very big and just yeah. and just bug they bug out. Um and so but other than that, like I mean the face shape, the, the prosthetics they did make did did look very close to Tammy Faye's in, in real life, but they're just they're just so distracting at first. Like Yeah, they're so it, puffy. There's just
0: because we know what she looks like in real life, like Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And she's got a really thin face, so when they added like these kind of cheeks to her and chin, and same with Andrew Garfield, right? You know, it's kind yeah,
2: of yeah, like... yeah, I yeah, I I I want to say that maybe maybe the prosthetics could have been a bit better because again, like we've seen some some great prosthetics where people don't even look like themselves, like right, and like... this and this looked like <laughs> like House Jessica Chastain wearing wearing cheeks like it looked that's what that's what she looked like and i could not stop seeing jessica chastain like it it, the acting wise she she did she did bring me into the story and bring me into her character a bit with with her acting like so so her acting did help a lot but i think the makeup was not the most believable
0: Yeah I do think the performance was really good but I do have a problem with this screenplay in general. I think it's just it does bring in those elements like with the mother and everything and um, it is a biopic so it's a little bit difficult to criticize the whole story element of it but I think it's um it's kind of like hard to the momentum isn't there for me generally so like you're following this couple, and then all of a sudden, they're they've made it big, right? It does not take much. It like you're basically one third or less into the movie that they kind of yeah. get on TV and make it big. So then there's like yeah, it happens the rest very quickly. Of, yeah, and and it's just you know we've got we've got the scenes that are there, but I just felt like the the pacing was a little bit off, and then when in the end it doesn't necessarily like earn the performances that like Andrew Garfield gives and that she gives um I think they're kind of giving so much to the screenplay that does not support
2: them as much I don't I don't know how to how to explain explain but no but no I I agree with you I agree um it's it very it really just glossed over her her forming like teen years and and like younger years and i mean and maybe that's all the information you really needed um about tammy faye when she was right. younger. but well yeah yeah sure but, i mean but they really they really try to bring in the mother a lot in later and maybe she just needed maybe she just needed to be written in a little bit better um and yeah, and then I yeah, and the pacing hey <laughs> I, I, I mean she I didn't know. do I... much when she was there she was just kind of criticizing her And that just kind of propelled Tammy Faye forward more of just like, well, mom still doesn't approve. Have to have to keep moving forward. Um, Yeah. Maybe. I don't know.
0: You know. Yeah, of course. I just think I think the themes of greed and power should have been a little bit more. More clear. Um, I don't know. It's, It's like hard to it's hard to tell because it's like this is somebody's life. So. Yeah, because gonna... it, it definitely <laughs>
2: seemed like it definitely seemed like we can we can see Tammy Faye's intentions the best you know again self consciousness you know needing uh, mm-hmm. craving that that um, approval from her mother but like with Jim he like he was just doing business and like and you knew it was bad you knew it was crap I mean when they brought up like the election and yeah. and their their company donating money to the Republican Party. Like, you know, they, like, the, the hints were all there, but maybe we just needed, like, we just, like, it it just seemed like Andrew Garfield's character, Jim, was, was just still a bit too, a bit too neutral. Like, like, like he, like, he didn't have to be the bad guy, but like, but like he was, like, maybe we, I just wanted him to be, I wanted to hate him more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Andrew Garfield is great. He really does a good job in roles like this um Mm -hmm. i just i love him he's i've been you know watching a lot of him we're gonna be watching even more with tick tick boom
2: um it's
0: like the the month of andrew garfield
2: yeah he is he is all over the place right now he is he is big (laughs) um yeah cannot cannot look around without without seeing andrew garfield um but yeah um, which was your uh, which was your favorite song that Tammy Faye sings? <laughs> uh,
0: I really liked the last song. Um, I thought that was really powerful. Honestly, her singing on stage alone with like kind of like imagining of the people behind imagining her,
2: her yeah, her her group chorus and her like yeah her chorus yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I thought that was really great and just kind of like a nice ending to this movie and her just really feeling the. The spirit and just feeling like, you know, kind of some redemption and and stuff because she just loved to sing and she was a good singer and all that. So, you know, I thought that was really sweet and how she was kind of crying and stuff and how emotional it was for her because you just you really did feel for her in that movie. You really felt like she was just kind of doing her best and ended up not being enough, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, she truly, she truly thought she was doing the right things, um, and, and she was, but, but she couldn't succeed. That's not, that's not how the world works.
0: Yeah, so that was good. That was, that was nice.
2: Um, yeah. I also like. I, th- I thought a lot of the songs that she sang was, was, was were pretty catchy. Like the one, mm-hmm. the one where she was singing in the, um, in the recording studio with a, uh, with Gary. Oh
0: God! Wow. <laughs> yeah. Poor, that whole,
2: that whole Gary. part
0: and her husband coming in when she just had the baby and he was like, you know, you wronged us. And she was <sighs> yeah. crying and I was like, "Oh. This yeah. is horrible. Like it just I like, yeah. felt just disgusting about it. It was so
2: sad. Yeah. Ugh. Um I watched yeah. this uh I watched this with uh my little sister and my roommate and um right after Tammy and Jim get get married, uh we all we all agreed that that they got married just so they could have sex because mm-hmm.
0: um, oh, there was, was that shot there was that scene of them like kind of dry humping and just trying to like not have sex and then they're like we can't we can't
2: just let's just get married. married yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean that that's a thing that's that's a thing among people who think that they can't have sex before they get married
2: I mean I mean hey if if that's your motivation and you can live a long, long and happy life with your, with your partner, <laughs> it's fine. Fine, sex can yeah. be your motivation. There you go. I'm sure people um,
0: who who do that and don't still have the same divorce rate, so it's not really a,
2: a factor. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was very interesting learning about Tammy Faye, and uh, she seemed like a. She seemed like a, like a very, like a very cool person. There is,
0: this movie is based off of a, um, documentary called Mm. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Okay. And it's narrated by RuPaul. Oh. So apparently it's a pretty fun documentary and unfortunately we didn't have any time to watch it. So sorry, everybody.
2: (laughs) No, but if it gets nominated, we'll, we'll watch it for the Oscars. Um, i think
0: it's from no i think it's
2: from oh let
0: me see it um it's not new it's from 2000 so
2: oh Oh, wow (laughs) never mind
0: yeah i think this movie was in production for a long time i think it took took a while um jessica chastain was trying to
2: make this movie for some time Mm. okay yeah well and she did it she did And it is here. Congratulations, Um, Jessica. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said,
0: I think the screenplay was alright. Definitely was fun. I love these kind of biopics. Should we look at the uh, plot keywords?
2: Yeah! Let's see what we got here. We've got five-word title, rise and fall, message, love, and body part in title. I I really want to know what
0: other five-word titles there are.
2: Let's take a look. Take a look. We've got Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Orange is the New Black. You know, a lot of titles have five words in them. Mm -hmm. Uh Like, Like a lot. Okay, all right. Like, okay, like, okay, well, oh, like every almost, what? This isn't a five-letter, five, sorry, not five-letter, five-word title. Spirited Away, that's not. What? But, oh, you know, know, maybe
0: find. the original Spirited Away, the
2: uh, Japanese title. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow, there's so many, there's so many movies that have, that have five words in the title. <laughs>
0: <be serious one laughs> okay. It's kind
2: of a waste of a, of a plot keyword, but okay. Um, Um,
0: this movie got a 55 metascore, pretty, uh, on the upper end of average. Um, Yeah. You know, pretty okay. It's got 18 positive reviews, uh, and 21 mixed reviews and four negative reviews. Wow. Okay. Um... Yeah, uh, I'm going to read the Variety one, even though I don't love Variety. It's got a 70. Mm -hmm. Um, Chastain and Garfield give performances that are brashly entertaining, but also canny and layered as the characters get caught up in something far bigger than themselves. The bakers were hucksters of a grand order, and the film uses their spectacular greed head soap opera to tell the larger American story of how Christianity got turned into showbiz.
2: All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to read, and that was a, that was a, a mixed a review, a, a middle review. That was a oh, 70, it was, it was,
0: that was a higher one. It was a
2: positive review. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to read one of the lower ones. Um, let's see. I'm going to read the the lowest of the low. Let's see. Hollywood Reporter gave it a 30. Um, the movie with its numbing overload of pastels and prayer is too tonally uncertain to yield any fun. It's a depressing window into the worst excesses of faith racketeering that has little to offer in the way of commentary.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. I think the Consequence 58 kind of goes along well with that. It says, It's genuinely funny at times, but at two hours it drags on far too long, and Chastain suffers from having to hold up too much of the film's weight on her thickly padded shoulders. It's a killer Mm -hmm. performance, Looking for a movie to support it, and it's just not here.
2: Okay. Okay, let's see. And then we'll just read, uh, just so we can read it. Um, The highest, the highest score that we have here. Uh, USA Today gave it an 88. Um, entertaining and surprisingly funny given the subject matter. The movie's also an exquisitely acted affair paced by Chastain, who also produces. Uh, turning in a career best effort as the complex Tammy Faye. Career best? I, I mean, really? I don't, think, I don't I'm pretty sure Jessica Chastain's done a much better movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, I did like that she was this character that I've never seen her play before. So I I got to give her that because th- this is a different kind of person than I think I've ever seen her play. So maybe oh, yeah, it is a career sure. best. May- maybe, maybe it is because, you know, she's usually a pretty straight or serious person. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I felt like she really was in it in the you know, it may get her an Oscar nomination. We will see in five days.
2: Oh man. Oh man. Five okay. days. Okay. Oh man.
0: Oh man. All right. We're gonna move on to being the Ricardos. Yes. Oh my
2: god. Aaron Directed Sorkin, right? Aaron inter- Sorkin. What yes. the hell are you doing here? oh boy
0: Aaron Sorkin starring
2: Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem
1: uh-huh
0: uh,
2: yep. all right uh-huh. let's see Aaron Sorkin you son of a gun let's see
0: um Danny oh. and I are really thinking of re-watching the West Wing the um Trials of the
2: Chicago didn't you just watch that
0: Last year, it got nominated for an Oscar. The Trials of the Chicago Seven, and also, yes, we did just watch the West Wing. We just watch. We just love that show so much that I think we need to like live in it all the time. It is so good, (laughs) really. Yes, it is. It's just it's just so good.
2: (laughs) So, this is the third movie that Aaron Sorkin has directed. He's done a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. Um what are the for, other ones? Like the ones social that... network. Oh yeah. yeah. Um social network. Newsrooms, Steve Jobs,
0: newsroom, Molly's Game, Trial another movie 7. with Jessica yeah. Chastain, Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah, it's I mean, he is a good writer. Everybody, you know, especially the the Oscars, they love him. They always do. But the other things sure he knew. do is Trial of Chicago 7 and
2: Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Um first first of all. Um I it might not be an elephant, but the when I first clicked on this movie to watch and saw that there was like interviews happening, I thought I had accidentally clicked on like the making of Being the uh-huh. Ricardos, you know? Um which I thought which I thought was a very interesting stylistic choice to add to the movie. Um, I don't know if I liked it. I think, I think I, I think I liked it, but I'm still a bit on, on the fence. Um, because, uh, because then I thought that the people playing the older versions of themselves were the actual older, ver- like of the actual people, but, but no, there's actors playing older versions of the writers on the, on the, I love Lucy team. Um,
0: I don't know what you just did, but you just scared me because on the phone call you like whacked what? your AirPod or something, and it, it was so did loud I? that it, it fr- I like jump, I like actually <gasps> jumped. It was so
2: <laughs> loud. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. I'm fine. You know. <laughs> just my heart's beating like really fast now.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. It just my they fall out of my ears, and I and I like and I kind of tap them or, them or you back. know jam them back into my ear. <laughs> And maybe I did. I'm sorry. I am I apologize.
0: Yeah, I also thought that maybe these were the real people. And then it took me about 0.5 seconds to realize that they were actors because of how badly that interview, like, the, basically whatever they were saying sounded so scripted that yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, this is not convincing at all. Like, people who talk to cameras in documentaries aren't saying it this way. They're they're a lot more sloppy with their dialect. They're not, like, really convinced that they're speaking, like, they're not speaking a script. They're just talking, yeah. right? So...
2: Yeah. I agree that that was a, a weak part of this movie. Yeah, I, I don't, like, I'm, like, for the longest time, I was like, is this clever? I don't know. <laughs> like, I really don't. What was the purpose? Like, just to kind of add narrative like yeah and just kind of like some background because they they did kind of give us some more information about what was happening at the time like the inner like the inner thoughts of the people at the time like that right. the, that's the right that's kind of what they would do yeah. yeah but like but but
0: was it but, but was why? it necessary like did but we why? even get enough information that we thought this was useful to us
2: did it matter? I don't think it did. Like <laughs> I don't think it did. Either. That's kind. That's kind of where I'm at. Interest is very interesting. It was very weird. It was weird. Um.
0: um yeah. Uh. I don't even I, know. Where I, to I st- did <laughs>
2: like how I did like how this movie was was paced out though. So so the movie uh-huh. is in in current time. I'm doing air quotes right now because it's not. It's obviously not in modern time. But in it. So the movie takes place during the current run week of an episode of I Love Lucy um, Mm -hmm. where simultaneously a scandal, a couple scandals have happened at the same time where Lucy is being charged with being a communist and um, Desi, uh, you know, Ricky Ricardo's character, uh, you know, the character from I Love Lucy, um, Desi is being is basically being accused of of cheating on Lucy, his wife. And
0: um, she's pregnant. So there's that and whole she's writing that she's into
2: pregnant. the story as well. So every yes. scene so this, touches like, on all three of those week. topics. <laughs> yeah. So it starts like on the Monday where like we're kind of being introduced to everyone and it's like the table read or something. And, you know, they're starting the, the week off and you kind of see how the episode is is kind of put together throughout that week, like from the table read to blocking to or to rehearsing, to blocking, to then the live recording of it. Um, and I did like how it was laid out. Like, I thought that was mm-hmm. very fun. Like, kind mm-hmm. of having the flashbacks here and there, and mm-hmm. then, you know, when they're actually talking about the episode, having the the black and white scene, like the recreation mm-hmm. of the scene kind of pop up in Lucy's mind. Like with Yeah, the yeah. I was going to say that the, too. Those were that was, so
0: that was the I strong liked part those. of the movie. Yes, that I was I really liked those. So fun that she could like imagine it. She was thinking yes. of these ideas on yeah. the spot like that as well.
2: And again, I have a very I have a very narrow idea of of Lucille Ball as as, you know, a, a person. You know, I I know of her character on I Love Lucy. I've seen a couple of episodes, some reruns. Um, and I've actually wanted to see some of the movies that she starred in, um, mm-hmm. that aren't I Love Lucy. So I've been interested in Lucille Ball, uh, for a while and, you know, you just kind of think of her as this funny, you know, charismatic person. And the fact that you kind of see her as this like kind of cold, heartless lady who will just, who will do anything to get by and get what she wants. Cause you know, she wants to be, she wants mm-hmm. to be an actress. She wants to be on TV. She wants to, she, I don't know if she really cares to entertain people. Maybe she does. But I think she just, she just likes to... She's a to, performer.
0: She is a, yeah. a, like, performer that is doing exactly what she should be doing with her life, which is being the star of a sitcom.
2: Yeah. And and maybe it was the way, maybe it was just, it was the very stressful week that they put her in. But sometimes it didn't seem like she, she really, like, I knew that she wanted to be an actress and she wanted to be on TV. We We kind of got that from her, from the from the flashbacks but when it was her in her current time she just didn't seem like she cared a lot of the time or that you know she had other things to worry about or you know i don't know um but maybe that's just how nicole kidman was was playing the character maybe how they kind of wrote lucy but it's definitely a a totally different idea that i had in my mind of of who lucille ball was as a as a person in general
0: yeah, I didn't really have any notions about what she really was like in person. I do think that Nicole Kidman played somebody, like you said, who was kind of um, focused and hyper-focused on her work and um, can easily be like distracted in a lot of ways with what she thought was what she should do. And so she would interrupt the director a lot and stuff like that. Um, so very like, you know... I do agree that she did kind of play kind of coolly and coldly, but that might've been the way that she was. So like, I don't know. I thought she was a pretty interesting and well-rounded person and woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Just generally what we saw was pretty great. Um, I mean, I just think that it was just, it was kind of a, like, I feel like this would have been better as a, maybe a mini series or something. Because there was just so many
2: balls. Which there is the something. Air. Th- there is something on Amazon called Lucy. I think that mm. that is. I don't know if it's a movie, but I saw it. I saw it as like the you've just watched being the Ricardos. Check this out. And I was looking through that, and I came across the one called Lucy, which um, I don't know was a, if it was a miniseries or not. But there's but also
0: a documentary out right now. I think it was produced by Amy Poehler called Lucy and Desi. Um, mm. we could have watched that for this. I don't know where it is, but <laughs> uh, it's somewhere. Coulda, and, shoulda,
2: woulda. I mean,
0: like I don't know. It's hard for me to say how accurate this is to the way it really was. So, considering that we don't really know, I think it's better to just kind of judge the movie as as what we know the movie to be, and just kind of like divorce it from these people who we we don't really know a whole lot about. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. And if we're kind of going off of Andy's, uh, not Andy, uh, Aaron Sorkin's, uh, previous movie, the trial of the Chicago seven, that seemed very, uh, uh, drama, uh, dramatized and, Mm -hmm. um, and who knows? I mean, I think it was, it was obviously based off of true, true events, but whether or not it's exactly what had transpired during, during the trial all the way, um, actually correctly truthfully um is is still to be known um but yeah i mean again it's a biopic it's someone's rendition it's someone's idea of this person and you know i don't really know how many people are alive still that know who lucy was as a person um i don't know is anyone still alive that's why i was i was very i was very focused on these interviewers because <laughs> I was like, are they, like, aren't those people dead? Like, that's no. that's what I was, no, the writers wouldn't I don't... be.
0: I mean, it was in, like, the 50s, the, the 60s, right? 50s? So, like,
2: the f- the
0: 50s or the 60s? I don't know, that was, like, 70 years ago. If you were, like, young, yeah. like, I mean, maybe not. Maybe these interviews were supposed to be, like, in the, the 2000s or something. Like the early two thousands, because it's twenty twenty two. I'm also,
2: I'm also a terrible judge of of the passage of time and and an age. So you know, <laughs> that's also just a me thing. Um, but yeah, but all in all, I I thought I thought Nicole Kidman did a really good job. I really thought that. Well, again, I don't know if I thought that this was Lucy because. It just seemed like a very different Lucy than what I assumed she'd be like. But but I, I still I still thought Nicole did, did a really good job. Um Yeah, I, I think you know a, Aaron... I thought this was a lot more engaging movie for me to watch than, than Eyes of Tammy Faye. I, I, I did like this uh-huh. movie better.
0: Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um it's always fun to watch how they make movies and stuff and how they make TV shows and so it's it's really good content but i just felt like the the actors are great the situations are great but i think that they just like stuffed too many things into this week and like like it's just so many different balls up in the air which is what sorkin tries to do in his tv shows he does that in the west wing you know where there's just like many things going and basically what they do is kind of fire between subjects very quickly they change yeah. They will basically, like, say, oh, what's going on over here? It's go- it's here. What's going on over here? It's here. And, like, they'll just change the subject in their brain really fast without anybody else knowing, and then they'll just, like, say... They'll respond to that old thing, and then they'll be talking about the new thing already. So, like, that's yeah. generally what Sorkin is like. And I felt like this movie didn't exactly have that kind of Sorkin magic to it. It was a little bit too... Um, Um, sorry about that beeping. Somebody's probably backing up on my street right now. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so loud. Oh my, I can hear it. Um, I just thought it was a little bit indulgent, this whole movie. I was just like, Mm -hmm. Aaron Sorkin wants to make this movie so bad that he'll just kind of put together this this really kind of shoddy screenplay. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good writer, so I don't want to like be like, it's shit, because it's not. But I just felt like it could have been better. It was too long, and it was too, like, jumbled up to really say anything important or
2: make us feel anything in the end, you know? That's true. Yeah, I kind of felt the same. I've, I felt the same as I did in the beginning of the movie as, as at the end of the movie, honestly. Because, yeah, I mean, everything just kind of... Fixed itself. I mean, whether or not Desi actually cheated, which, I mean, he said he did. Um, they broke up anyway, but, like... And, yes, they divorced, yeah.
0: Like, was this was this the, the, the time when this was, like, discovered and, and all these things happened at the same time? Like, I doubt that it was, like, the same week that Lucy told everybody she was pregnant and Desi cheated on her and she was out of her as being a communist... And maybe that was true, but they were just so um, – everybody was so open about this, and it, so it felt like they were just kind of a family willing to talk about this on set all the time, mm-hmm. which was cool and interesting, I guess. But then also the, the relationship between like somebody like William Fraley, probably J.K. Simmons' character, he was like so bitchy towards – Uh, Vivian Vance the character of Ethel like the whole time and then it was just like I guess they're friends but they're like super bitchy towards each other like it just was kind of an interesting dynamic between all the characters together and I just don't feel like it was like
2: as successful as it could have been you know yeah I mean it was a very ensemble kind of feeling cast (laughs) yeah it all felt very like it, everyone had had good chemistry, even even with them seeming like they hated each other. Like it didn't seem like anyone liked liked anyone in this movie, mm-hmm. um, except for when we got the, all the flashbacks, uh, with Desi and, and and Lucille Ball, which which I liked the flashbacks, um, yeah, I I kind of liked the flashbacks and then just and then just like the making of the episode kind of parts. I thought those those were the most interesting parts, um, I didn't really care about what was happening in their marriage at the time, or if Lucy was truly a communist. Um, but, yeah. And Vivian just, Vance
0: was, like, making that the, the moment when she was, like, sick of everybody's bullshit about her being stupid or or not pretty enough and stuff like that. It was yeah, happening, her part like, was all, it, all her, the
2: same time. Yeah. Her part was interesting, though, because, yeah. I, yeah, I liked her. Yeah. I thought that the actress who played ethel was an older lady but i guess that was all that was all makeup or that was mm-hmm. something because i remember watching the show the i love lucy yeah. show and ethel just looking looking like an old lady Like i thought she was old yeah well i remember
0: thinking that her husband was very old yes yeah, um, and just thinking like my god he's so old for her and like She's probably the same age as Lucy, but, or maybe older than Lucy, but it just was like so strange that there was just such a big age difference and they were just hanging out all the time. But I guess that's yeah.
2: what happens, right? Yeah. I thought the Ricardos just happened to be friends with an older couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't really supposed to be the case, Um. which I, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, this this movie was made, whether or not it, it made any great strides or, you know, showed us anything of importance about, about Lucille, Lucille Ball and, and her character and her personality, um, it's still a mystery, but, uh, <laughs> I thought it was a bit, I thought, I definitely thought it was a bit more fun to watch than, and maybe just because I felt like it was less cringy, um, uh-huh. as Henny Faye was, was a little cringy. But Tammy Faye was was definitely a more interesting character.
0: I don't know. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I just I, they, that they this... both had their own charms.
0: I thought this was a little bit boring. I just thought it was. It's same with Tammy Faye. I just thought it was kind of boring. And
2: I mean, I like... will I watch either of these movies again? <laughs> no.
0: Uh...
2: I'm never gonna watch these movies again.
0: Um like I stopped and started being the Ricardo so many times. You did. It, it took me all day to watch this movie because it was so long and I just I had really? to do other things. So then I would start it and I would eat my lunch and then I would stop it, do the dishes and I would stop it and do some work and then I would like It was like that all day. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. I didn't know that you struggled so much with this movie. <laughs>
0: I mean, there, I liked a lot of parts of it. Like, I really enjoyed the, the comedy that, you know, Lucy would quit back with, especially when she was talking to all those, um, you know, men from the the network and stuff. Yeah. And they just, like, didn't understand women at all. And I really, I really just loved every scene that she got to stand up for herself and really fight for what she wanted and make jokes like she really was making a lot of jokes and she was very funny so i i really like that <laughs> it's, uh, it's, i like those scenes a lot
2: yeah um, but yeah i thought i thought she's she was she was really funny and in, in the way she would just cut people down she just cut them down um, yeah really and you
0: know she really felt like and it it, it it takes a lot of expertise and Nicole Kidman is, is an extremely good actor so she just you know what is she gonna do not embody this person like she it, in all of her physicality she was acting like this person she was acting like her on stage she was acting like her you know when she was doing the the stomping of the grapes and everything and like it was it was really well done you know and it's yeah. just her face doesn't look enough like her. So it's a little bit hard because you're watching her and you're like, well, I'm watching Nicole Kidman do this. I'm not yeah. really watching, you know, obviously. So I think that's a, it's a hard thing to, to straddle again. But she's a great actress. So, I mean, I understand why they picked her
2: to be in it. But she doesn't really look like her at all. <laughs> no. And even when she was doing the... um, The... The rehearsals of the episode, I didn't think she she sounded too much like like I thought Lucille Ball's voice was a lot more like high pitched and and grating like in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, and like and Nicole tried to do it, um, but again, I don't know if she, just because she wasn't putting her, it was it was a rehearsal, so she like just wasn't doing it a hundred percent, like until the actual but she she got like the yeah. faces down pretty well like when she was doing yeah. the, the grapes and uh-huh. you know kind of like the the, the the slapstick comedy that kind of stuff like she did she did fine um but yeah it was just the it was a voice i didn't think sounded didn't think sound too much like her
0: well Javier Bardem also doesn't really look like Desi Arnaz but he no. is very very fucking charming so like when you watch oh, yeah. him, you're like, well, I just love this man. I mean, how could I not look at look at this man? He's just embodied. he oozes charm, you know. Like, how how could you not think that he he's going to be the one to make things happen? You know, he just is. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, did it really I works. did I believe
2: that he was the real Desi? No, but did he do a great <laughs> job playing playing a Desi like character?
0: Yes. yes, that's what I'm yes. saying, yeah, he's yeah, so cute. Sure.
2: He's so charming, he's very handsome, so it's like he get he gets it down right yeah he he crosses off all the check marks other than looking like him, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, which you know what? It's okay, like everybody doesn't need to look like the person they need to be a good actor first, and that's that's what matters, so
2: that is what matters. Um, all, all
0: right, right. so... Let's look Plot at the keywords use. for Plot this one. Plot
2: keywords! Plot keywords! We've got marriage, infidelity, adultery, singing, and television history.
0: Cute. More mm-hmm. television history. That's also a thing that ties these two movies together. Hey! Um, look at that. I did think it was great at the end when he had the man on the phone... And then it turned out to be J. Edgar Hoover, and I thought yeah, to myself, "That's not J. Edgar Hoover, no." no. I was like, "Who's no. believing this? This can't be real, right?" Like,
2: <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, God. maybe, but no. Oh, J. it's J. 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 Edgar Hoover definitely had a file on on Lucille Ball.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: but he also J. J. Edgar Hoover really had a file on everyone Lucy. during his reign. You
0: know oh yeah he might have really loved isle of lucy though and so maybe um everybody should go listen to the um you must remember this podcast all about the house of american activities committee it is very interesting i definitely Mm. recommend it it's all about the witch hunt of communists and stuff
1: Mm. it was was an absolute disaster a disaster
0: yeah oh, no. it it was a very dark time in our history as a as an american
2: oh my <sighs> sorry i yawned okay um this has a 60 meta score a a it lot is, of it is literally one point away from being green <laughs> i think right <laughs> It looks like it. Um,
0: it's, I, I yeah, you're right. Is
2: I think 61 is when it is when it changes degree. <laughs> it has got 26, 26 positive reviews, 19 mixed reviews, and six negative reviews.
0: It's a real it's a real grab bag here. We got a 100, and then we've got a 25. So it's like
2: oh, a huge
0: difference of things wow. that people thought about
2: this movie. Oh, man.
0: I have to read the 100 because what the fuck? This movie does not deserve a 100. I don't know what (laughs) Kim Hughes from Original Sin was thinking. Given the devotion ball continues to inspire in fans, it was perhaps too great a challenge for anyone to live up to casting expectations. Still being the Ricardos hits all the right notes, making these larger than life people seem at once pointedly human and even more groundbreaking than ever.
2: Wow. Kim, well, yeah, the, I agree just, with that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I mean, a one hundred. I I don't know <laughs> what else they say in that. All right, mm-hmm. let's see. Um, we got two twenty fives to pick from. I'm trying to think which one I want. Uh, <laughs> I'll just do the one at the very bottom because somehow I feel like it's it's the lowest twenty five. It's 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 at the end, so it's it is. Um, so the wrap. Um, gave it a twenty five. A Wikipedia entry fed into what can only be called the Sorkinator, but missing the wit module. Being the Ricardos' cultural television marital history, flattened into a babbling stream of airless, horribly shot scenes that never come close to the glorious timing of a single comic exchange on I Love Lucy. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: Pretty scathing.
2: Damn.
0: Uh, I'm going to read the Seattle Times 75. It says, Sometimes miscasting can be very interesting in the hands of an actor who knows what she's doing, and Kidman is definitely that. She creates a nuanced and believable version of Ball and of Lucy, the character Ball played on her sitcom, I Love Lucy, though we don't see much of her meticulously introducing us to a serious thoughtful woman obsessed with the detail of comedy who understood what it meant to have power at a time when few few women did
2: that's nice Mm -hmm. there you go Well,
0: yeah screen rant says it's unfortunate that being the ricardos never becomes as interesting as the people it's centered on (laughs)
2: Hey, okay. Okay. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, any lasting thoughts on being the Ricardos or the eyes of Tammy Faye or have we, uh, are we ready? Ready to close the final curtain? <laughs>
1: It's not really a theater. It's
2: it's television, not theater. But turn out, yes. Change the channel. Ready to change the channel? (laughs) Yeah,
0: change the channel.
2: Exactly. Oh my god! When's the last time you changed the channel, Alessandra?
0: Oh my god! Like, uh... well, every week when we watch The Bachelor, I go to my friend's house and they have cable, Mm. and they we watch Jeopardy. And then we change the channel to go to ABC mm. to watch to watch Bachelor.
2: <laughs> okay, then then you do it on a weekly basis. I don't think <sighs> I. Don't I don't personally
0: do it. Somebody else does it.
2: Okay, well, you're in the presence of of the channel being changed. <laughs> um. All right. Well, if that is all we have to say, um. Oh, what do we think? Uh, being the Ricardos will be. Do we talk about what what we think Eyes of Tammy Faye will be nominated for? Um, Jessica Chastain no, for yeah. actress, right? Um, maybe maybe Andrew Garfield for for supporting.
0: Yeah, maybe costumes. Um,
2: yeah, the costumes are pretty cool. It's,
0: yeah, makeup, baby. Even though you didn't like it, might be makeup and yeah. prosthetics. Co- yeah, that yeah. might be that might be it. Probably, probably, um,
2: probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> being the Ricardos for, for writing, maybe. Or yeah, maybe,
0: writing? uh, maybe probably Nicole and, um, probably costume again or makeup again. Um,
2: you know, cause the biopics always get those. Yeah. There's gotta be, there's gotta be at least one, at least one biopic's gotta be in there somewhere. Um, still maybe production loved. design oh maybe still loved uh, the the Billy Holiday one that was a good one yeah Um. alright well that is that for the Eyes of Tammy Faye and Being the Ricardos if you enjoy this episode please rate and review our show you can do that on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and Stitcher And we're also on Amazon Music and Spotify. And uh, please follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By the Popcorn. Instagram, at All By the Popcorn Podcast. Facebook, just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Uh, We're also on YouTube. We record some of our, we film some of our episodes. So go ahead and check that out. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to our channel. And uh, we also have a TikTok. Um, Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and look for our little logo. And if you want to email us, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we also have some merch, so please check that out. But uh, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Bye.